Welcome to this week's episode of the My Mysterious Bible Podcast. The podcast that deals with the mysterious parts of the Bible, because when it comes to the Bible, if it's mysterious, it matters. My name is Michael Norton, and I will be your host for this week. This week's topic will be a little different, but hopefully fruitful. I've had several inquiries about unicorns in the Bible. This topic arises on the internet and social media because detractors of the Bible like to use this topic to discredit the Bible and the people who believe in it. So for those that mock the Bible, the argument will go something like this. Fundamentalist Christians are typically Bible-thumping, backward-minded, delusional simpletons who are so blind and out of touch with reality that they believe in fairy tale creatures like unicorns because the Bible says they were real. I wanted to link to some YouTube videos of this nature, but the ones I found are full of profanity, so I will not be sharing them. Sticking to well-known English translations, we only find unicorns in the authorized version 1611 King James Bible. So that narrows down their criticism quite a bit, but they probably don't want to mention that. Let's look at the entry for unicorns in the Lexham Bible Dictionary. Unicorn, Greek, monokiros, a single-horned animal. The English word unicorn now signifies a mythical animal resembling a horse with a single horn protruding from its forehead. However, the word basically means one-horned. Early translations of the Bible into English use unicorn for the Hebrew word re'im, which refers to a kind of ox, as seen in Job 39, 9, and 10, for instance. The identification of the re'im as a one-horned animal likely derived from the Septuagint, the ancient Greek translation of the Bible. The Septuagint translator sometimes used the word monokiros, which also means one horn, to represent the Hebrew word re'im. And examples of this will be in Numbers 23-22, Deuteronomy 33-17, Psalm 22-21, 29-6, and Job 39-9. When Jerome translated the Vulgate, this would be the Latin version of the Bible, he used unicornus and rhinoceros for re'im. The translators of the King James Version then used the English word unicorn based upon what had come before them and following the standard English usage for the time. As early as the 14th century AD, English translations of the Bible passage, passages had typically represented Re'im as unicorn. And this comes from a paper by someone named Magnum entitled Chasing Unicorns, and it's a pretty good paper. Other Early modern English writers discuss the unicorn as a rare but real creature, and this is found in, in that same paper. The reference to attempting to use a re'im for plowing in Job 39, 9 and 10 suggests that the animal should be understood as an undomesticated ox, and that is our final look at that paper from Magnum. So, where does that leave us? So the unicorns found in the King James Version are actually a type of huge, undomesticated ox that we know was called an auroch. Strangely, these beasts had two horns, so the unicorn label is really off base for them. Even more strange is that the scientists are laboring to bring these creatures back from extinction. And in general, you could think of these aurochs as the Clydesdale version of an ox. They were much larger, much more powerful, that they were not very willing beast of burden. They did they they could not very well be domesticated to do work. 
They had a wild streak in them. And like I said, uh, modern scientists are laboring to bring these creatures back from extinction. I guess they haven't seen Jurassic Park, right? And that concludes this week's episode of the podcast. See you next time, and have a blessed week.